I don't even know what we're talking about. I have a list right there. I know, but I don't even know where we're going to start because I haven't watched like any of these trailers or anything. Well, why don't you educate yourself? Hi. Welcome to Podcast for the Recently Released. I'm your host, Louis Stardust. And I'm your co-host, Louis Stardust. And uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about just general nerdy news because we want to there's a lot going on and because there's only like one christmas horror movie this year i mean that's usually all there is but yeah we one and it's lame well last month we talked about um like underrated horror films in general and then obviously it's towards the end of the year um some people also said they wanted to see like a decade episode from us like in just general, like our favorite things that happened this decade, what whether it was like that comics was the most and, requested. What was the most requested? Uh, the most requested was <laughs> was uh, our thoughts on the um, Marvel Phase Four and like Disney Plus, and I was like, we literally just made episodes about both of those. Um, but one of the more requested ones was like a decade episode. So I think next week, which we're not even talking about this week's episode yet. Sorry, next week we're gonna be talking about. Um, how David Tennant got a film role for a uh, serial killer, Dennis Nielsen, I believe his name is. So we're going to do that, and then probably the week after is the Decade episode. So, uh, But today, we figure we would talk about like some of the more recent nerdy news, because it's coming towards the end of the year, and there's a lot of stuff that's been going on. Lots of new trailers, um, some shows we're binging or almost finished with, and just overall, lots of cool stuff. So yeah. Where do you want to start off with this? All right, let's start off this holiday season. Cannot put that there; it's too loud. That sound effects it doesn't of me matter. doing Pe- research. People have fucking headphones on, and that's too loud. You can't. Well, do they'll that. be like, "Ooh, he must be really thoroughly looking through that." Oh All right, so we'll start out with we'll save this one for last because it's bullcrap. Um, all right, let's start right away with this Christmas Star Wars. Yeah. It's it's coming. The end of the whole, you know, what is this, uh, nine movies? Yeah. Woo, that's um, a lot of movies. Well, I know that there's been talks of, like, what, John Boyega, like, leaving his script around and... Yeah, he left it, like, under his bed or something, right? Leaks and all yep. this stuff. There's a bunch of leaks. Um, which I didn't look into. I'm sure you probably did because that's the type of person you are. However... What I would like from this new Star Wars movie is for Rey and Kylo Ren to bang, which probably won't happen because it's Disney, but still. And then I want uh, Finn to have, like, a very prominent story because I feel like he was so prominent in the first movie. Yeah. And in the second one, like, his storyline of doing what he did was, like, it seemed like for the better good for those kids and stuff, but it didn't really pertain to the main storyline, I felt like. So I felt like they were like, oh, let's just give him this. You know what I mean? So I Yeah, felt it, was, it was all kind of whack. It's kind of hard from seeing him being, like, able to resist um, being, like, a stormtrooper and then wielding a lightsaber and then basically not doing much as his Yeah, I can go on forever about the past two movies yeah. and my gripes with them. Um, so I would like to see that in the next movie. Yeah, it seems like when you watch the new trailer and stuff, though, they show, like, um, some returning characters, obviously. They they show Mr. Chewie Baca. 
Well, the thing is, I only watch the first trailer when things drop, and then I don't watch any other trailers. Well, they have TV spots. They have all this stuff. Yeah, but I'm not interested in that because I feel like it ruins, like, I liked the element of the surprise. Like, that's just what I want. So when I watch all of these trailers, I feel like I'm gaining too much knowledge for the film, and then I go into it, and I know everything that's going to happen. And yeah, I mean, well, we don't we don't know, but I mean, when you watch the trailer, obviously you see like the main characters that we all know and like mm-hmm. to talk about. You see, um, uh, young Palpy boy. Well, not young; he's old, Palpatine. Um, you see, uh, the 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 goofy flying stormtrooper meme that you see now everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, but one thing that this doesn't have is Baby Yoda. So I'm just gonna say that now. Oh yeah. They're already messing up. I was just going to say no baby Yoda, <laughs> so I don't know if I really care about uh, that. No, but uh, what what is everybody's theories on this movie? Like, what does everybody think is going to happen? I mean, we could talk about it. We got time before this movie comes out, right? Yeah. When's it come out? I don't know, but definitely like let weeks. us know on our Instagram. We're over there as a pod for the recently released. We're I'll actually doing a giveaway right now that's valid until next week, so make sure that you guys check it out. Uh, I believe I said it ends the 13th. We're giving away a bunch of... Uh, merch from us as well as some other various items so check it out on there podcast swagger yeah i hate how this audio is going right now why it doesn't feel authentic it feels weird i feel like it's because you're leading it in like a odd way with the star wars discussion like it just felt i don't know you keep going well we, you can piece it together however you want I no i can't just go okay aside from what rise of the skywalker Mm -hmm. um i guess we could take that right into the next relative thing is um mandalorian we're still gonna talk we just talked about mandalorian did we want to talk about yeah did we really talk about yeah we talked about mandalorian because we were talking about disney plus so what do you want to talk about from the mandalorian specifically oh we didn't we didn't see it at the time yeah that's right you had started it but now we have seen it Everybody seems to really like it. I really seem to like it. What do you think? I only watched like half an episode, so I don't know what to think of it. I obviously really like Baby Yoda, which is all that matters to me. Yeah. Um, Mandalorian sounds good himself. Like he seems like an interesting character, but I literally watched like half an episode, so I can't really speak on it. You've watched obviously all of them so far, so. Yeah, I keep up with it. I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I like that. I kind of like that it's short, in a sense, because, like, we watch so many long TV shows to have, like, a 30-minute show. I mean, granted, like, it doesn't go very in-depth, but it's, like, quick. It's a little bit faster, especially if you're watching it late at night, so that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, aside from that, that's out right now. What else are we watching? We are watching Castle Rock. Yeah, we've been watching Castle Rock, um, which... has one more episode coming out next week and i really like it uh we were big fans of season one which i'm sure if you go back like this is the 37th episode of our podcast if you go back to like the first like i want to say 10 there's some talk of castle rock on there and we really enjoyed the first season but the way that it ended just felt weird to me and what i thought they were gonna do with season two was make it almost like american horror story where it's like yeah all these things happen within the series but it's different people it's different things nothing really connects and then forcefully connect yeah but we're at a point now in castle rock where the series 
or season one and two have connected in a very organic way that doesn't feel like they were just like oh yeah let's bring back these characters um i almost think it's better than season one. Oh yeah it's going really well yeah and now to see the return of bill skarsgård yeah is really cool and everything that's going on with that i don't really want to spoil what's going on with all that stuff but the only thing we we can really talk about if we're not gonna be into spoiler way is that it's based on um the one, the woman Annie Wilkes, right? Is that her name from Misery? Oh, uh, she's like one of the main characters. Yeah, a, a young version of Annie Wilkes, but in this modern world Era, yeah. version that they're doing. Um, but it looks like with that, like you also get the weird culty aspect of the town itself. Yeah. So it's a lot more in depth than just that like weird story. She yeah, has. and one of the other main characters in it that's kind of like almost like a villain. Um, his name is Ace, which if everybody remembers the movie Stand By Me, Kiefer Sutherland played. Then we've got Homeboy from Shawshank Redemption, not playing his original character, but he's um, Ace's father or uncle. Um, you got a lot of really cool characters in it, and it's just a lot of fun, and there's so much relativity to all of his well- uh, Stephen King's work. They did that with season two, uh, season one as well. Like there was a, like what the lady from Carrie was in it. They had a very yeah. um, Stephen King centric like, cast. Even like I'm pretty sure Christine, the car was in it. Like during the parade. Do you remember that? Really? They, yeah. And then they always have things about uh, what's the town from it? Is it Derby? What is it? Yeah, they've mentioned a couple different towns and locations and stuff like that throughout yeah. both seasons i feel like if you look there's little easter eggs throughout episodes that are in reference to it but it doesn't ever feel like it's like forced it's yeah it not doesn't like, feel like they're like trying to shove it in your face it's like, not it's like good. ready player one where they're like every character you could think of is shoved in this thing just because you could do it like, <clears throat> no certain like, things you have to kind of pay attention to to catch yeah that it that it's the relativity of it but and it's good um i will say that the two flashback episodes of the season are probably the best episodes like completely so well done from start to finish like you get one for annie wilkes story and one for like the lore of it very very good yeah and they're both drastically different too um i it's not really scary but it's very suspenseful and it's very like eerie and creepy at times so we definitely recommend that if you're into anything Stephen King, I mean, I think this is, like, one of the cooler shows that he's done. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's really good. There's another one that's coming out. Um, what is it? The Outsider? That's also based on a Stephen King? I don't know. One that's coming out soon. I believe it's a TV series. We'll have to look into that. We'll talk about that probably in a future episode. I have it, no idea. It does happen. No, I haven't been really looking into too much new television i feel like because like yeah i watch a lot of the same older stuff or i just watch a lot of like trash tv just because when you're not home like what else am i gonna do besides watch that yeah and at this point there's so much out there it's uh really hard to all find common ground on at least one show that we all watch so it's like there's just it's just like tv vomit out there at this point it's a lot to talk about um what else did we just finish we just finished titan season two before we get into that since we were talking about hulu i want to talk about this really quick what cut me off before i got a chance what's the hulus um there's a show that came out today that is called the or it's just called reprisal um and it's like a revenge tale about a relentless femme fatale who 
um, after being left for dead, leads a vengeful campaign against a bombastic gang of gearheads, is what the premise of it is. Gearheads? Like um, uh, mechanics? Like car I, people? I guess, but basically, the only reason I'm mentioning this is because one of my friends, uh, Danger, did all of the uh, choreography for the burlesque stuff for that. So, it looks like it could be interesting, but if you're into just the that person's type name of... is Danger? Yeah, it's her name. That's pretty cool. Right? It's not her middle name? No, it's just her Oh, phone. well, a middle name thing does go well with the slogan, but also very cool to have your yeah. name be Danger. She dances in one of the episodes, too, but um, she choreographed pretty much, like, all the burlesque and dance stuff like that. So, if that's your cup of tea, definitely check that out. Um, she's a super rad, you know, burlesque dancer slash cosplayer from this area so it's pretty cool just finished the titans season two finale oh man what a great show i love titans and it does have its flaws yes i understand that not everybody is super amazingly ecstatic about it like we are but i have a lot of fun watching it it's very uh dark but it's got a lot of good like superhero fan service in a sense that they got great costumes it's good to see that many characters on screen it's uh you know i mean everybody's pretty likable i don't think there's really any like main characters that i don't like on the show right are there any characters in the titans cast that you feel like you you can care less about um i mean not really I, i guess like hawk and dove at this point i'm like whatever but I like I, I like them, yeah. It's just and like especially in the finale. Yeah, and I, I like Dawn as a character and stuff, but I'm not like as hyped for her as I am for like any time Dick Grayson's on the screen or Gar or Rachel. Like, you know what I mean? I I don't care for like half of Starfire's arc in this season. I fucking loved her in the first season. I felt like they pulled her back so much to have, like, this conflicting character arc, which I think is fine, but the way they did it was, like, so not interesting to me, and, like, then she's, like, banging all these dudes, and then she's, like, my sister. Like, it was just not... Yeah, and, like, I'm really excited to see this story with Blackfire and everything like that, if they do it. Um, So, like, I really wanted to see a little bit more with Starfire, probably, in the season. I also obviously wanted to see... You know, probably a little bit more with uh, Jason, and and all that, and uh, but but it was great. I I really and like the scenes they did for Nightwing, and Robin, you know, and all that were like, yeah. man, so cool. I could go on and on about all the Dick Grayson stuff. I got lots of theories, and I just really like his. I mean, he's like a moody boy the whole time, but like that's my type, I guess. So. You know, and hey, you can see the, you know, what are doing you trying to say? But he's he's got that whole like um, guilty storyline that makes him you know not want to be Robin anymore. And I just really like the transformation as that goes yeah. into Nightwing. And when he shows up as Nightwing, it's like super badass. Um, I thought that it was cool that they put Raven a little bit on the back burner just to give these other characters a moment to shine because really season one was her season. Yeah, but, and at the same time, they did still struggle with some Raven stuff. Yeah, they with did her some... powers and stuff, which was really fun. Yeah, um, they did some stuff with her, so I'm excited to see where that goes. I wish that... I wanted some more romance this season, but that's just me. Oh my God, you goofball. There was no romance. Dick Grayson gets none, okay? 
Um, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for like a nice romantic moment between Gar and Raven, and all I had to deal with was Hawk and Dove breaking up every five seconds and just being annoying. That was too much for me. I will say the last episode has some of the best fight sequences. Like, oh man, really cool slow mo. I love um, that stroke Superboy. has been awesome. Superboy has been yeah. great. Crypto, the best. Yeah. All star underdog yeah. of the season. Crypto. Very, Props very to crypto. Cool. He's really great. Uh, I think it was of. I mean, some people were like, I was talking to people and they were like, oh yeah, I heard season two gets like way better than season one. And I was like, I thought season one was fucking dope. Like, I feel like people were shitting on it for no reason. I just felt like people didn't catch on to it when because season those... one came out, especially because DC Universe didn't catch on right away. I think it was that and those like promo images getting circulated so much, which was good promo for the show in general, but then it they was They should have just went and did a trailer instead of the promo images yeah. and just really shocked everybody. Because when the trailer came out, a lot of people felt totally different than when they saw some of the promo images. I think mostly because everybody just had an issue with the fact that Gar wasn't fully green, and Starfire looked like uh, like a prostitute or something. Like she had some wild garb that everybody was calling her that. And I was like, yeah, but if you see the the context of the the scene and the, the way the first season plays out, you don't feel that way at all. Yeah, and it's awesome. It's a good time. Everybody watch it just cause it's great. <laughs> yeah, I definitely I have very minimum complaints about it. Um, very very good. What else do you want to talk about? Um, we could talk about a ton of stuff. I mean, as far as superhero stuff goes, one of our most requested things has been Marvel Phase 4, Phase 5 stuff, um, which obviously there's not much out right now to talk about. It was besides theories. But the um, Black Widow trailer did come out. Yes. And I am very excited to see uh, a Black Widow movie. I'm really bummed with, with the way the context of the timeline and everything is. They could have did this right before endgame and it would have been perfect i thought it would have been it would have been really good especially like it just seems like because i guess she's not in any of the future stuff right she died in endgame i mean spoiler alert it's a little late now everybody's seen it but uh well i mean what do you want me to tell you right but uh yeah like i think it would have been so much better to have seen this before endgame but it'll be really great i want to see her do some really kick-ass fight scenes i heard uh it's the john wick fight coordinator is doing this um i have no idea i mean i honestly have no interest in seeing this and it's not because of anything with like scarlett johansson or black widow because i actually would really like to see like i'll probably go see it regardless um is it in the movie theater yeah it's gonna be in theater okay so i would like to go see it regardless but i'm just like so bummed out that they gave her this movie like after she was killed off in the mcu like you had all this time to make a badass storyline for her. You kind of pushed her to the back burner, and you really only gave her a story arc when it was like she was a love interest for Hulk. You know what I mean? Like, she she's this badass assassin who could do cool shit. What movie was it when she was tied up in the chair, and then she does all the crazy shit in the room? Was it the one of the first Avengers movies? It might have been that, or it might have been Iron Man. I don't know, but... When I saw that, I was like, holy shit, she's so awesome. I want more of this. And they just were like, no, I guess we'll give her No, and everything that's going on with the Black Widow movie, like I said, yeah, when you watch that trailer, you feel like, like what she's saying, you feel like that stuff could have happened. This movie could have happened a while ago, and it would have been so much more badass. But needless to say, I still want to see it either way. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, Aside from that, 
you know, we got other. We don't really watch any of the uh, uh, the CWDC universe now that Smallville doesn't exist anymore. I mean, why even watch, right? No, I'm just kidding. There's a lot of really good shows, apparently, from what I hear. And they're doing the Crisis on Infinite Earths, in which Tom Welling from Superman and Erica Durant from Superman Smallville are coming back. Super excited. I'm, I gotta watch that. I won't know what's going on, but I won't care because I want to see that. That'll be really great. I would love to see Michael Rosenbaum, but I don't think that's gonna happen. And, um... Oh, uh... What is it? What is his name? Kevin Conroy, right? Animated series Batman. Mm-hmm. That's going to be great to see him live action. Really excited for that. Yeah, there's a lot of like cool stuff with that, but I mean, I'm just I don't know. And it's Brandon not my Ralph thing. I'm back. very excited for you. I wish that I was as interested in this, but I'm not. It's just fan service. But I think stuff, it really. yeah, it's yeah. definitely fan service for people, especially ones that like grew up watching Smallville <clears throat> or like these other characters and stuff. Yeah. And then let's break out of that real quick and let's take it towards the horror route. Recently, what did we just watch? Um, We watched Ready or Not. Did anybody see Ready or Not? The hide-and-seek wedding movie? I'm sure a lot of people saw that. It was like a big one in the movies for a while. Um, I actually really like this. It was like a sort of fresh take for a very common theme, I feel like. Um, it reminds me of almost like a, a get out type of film where it's like, my family's crazy, but I love you. And then it's like just super weird. Um, yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's, uh, basically, uh, these, this couple gets married. The, the, the husband, he's from a very wealthy family. They're having a family dinner and they decide to play games and they pull a hide and seek card and everybody gets a little weird about it and they decide to play hide and seek and, the new bride has to hide and she doesn't know that they're apparently in a cult and they're trying to kill her uh to to sum things up from the the trailer um but really fun it's just a fun movie it's not like it's scary it's got it's like little jump parts in a sense i guess but it's just fun it was good we enjoyed it there's some really good like uh moments where you know they accidentally you know some of the the newer people in the family that have never played this game before uh, accidentally kill people that they shouldn't and things like that. So it's really fun. It's got some cool stuff in there. Yeah. And the actress like reminds me a lot of uh, Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Looks a lot like her in a lot of Yeah, moments, she's like. like a Margot Robbie mixed with someone else. But um, I liked her character itself. Like I just felt like that's you know the strong final girl kind of thing you know what i mean yeah um i liked the scenarios she got in the different deaths that were funny and just strange it was like comedic horror which is really up my my alley but yeah definitely fun definitely a lot of um really cool like kind of sci-fi aspects Mm -hmm. not to like i'm not going to spoil anything but there's some random shit that you'll see in the movie that you that's weren't pretty, probably expecting. You weren't yeah. expecting, but it was awesome. Uh, I also we were saying earlier, there's not really like any holiday horror stuff this year. Yes, that was gonna be definitely what I was gonna talk yeah, about. Yeah, because I feel like last year we had a movie and like we just did the you know best horror stuff around Halloween time, but haven't really seen like a Christmas horror film this year. Um, and I don't know what that's about because. The new Xmas horror movie of this year being advertised is Black Christmas 2019. Not to be mistaken for the other Black Christmas movies, because apparently this one is nothing like them. 
I don't really understand what's going on with this movie. Um, let me let me give you a little overview. It's Hawthorne College is quieting down for the holidays. One by one, sorority girls on campus are being killed by a stalker. But the killer is about to discover that this generation's women aren't willing to become hapless victims as they fight back. Are you kidding me? Is that really what it says this movie's about? <laughs> Which is nothing like... It's nothing like the Black Christmas yeah. movies that we know and love. I don't know what's going on, but that's the movie being advertised so for this, this Christmas. This cracks me up because I've never um, watched Black Christmas, but I do know about it because my photographer friend, she's... Um, I'm probably saying her is name Is she wrong. a fan of the original? Or? So, yes. She's a, she's a fan of, like, pretty much... We like all the same horror stuff, so I have no doubt that it's just, like, something weird. Um, her name is J. Isabel Delizel. I'm probably saying this fucking awful. Her name's Izzy. But um, she really loves this movie. And she actually does a Christmas series that's based on that. Like a photo series that she does. And I had shot for it one year. And she was telling me like about how much she loved it. And she was talking to you because I think you were there. And you were like, yeah, it's a really cool movie. Um, but the last time I saw her, I was like, oh, they're making a new one. And she was like screaming into the like so upset about because one it's like you know how remakes go like it's either you're gonna watch it and enjoy it or you're just gonna be like why the fuck did they do this but it's not even the same premise i don't even know i guess it is in the sense that it's sorority girls and they're they're being attacked by a killer of some sorts but the way they play that out okay well it's a blumhouse well because the original is that like um they get anonymous calls the sorority sisters and then you know they uh they get a girl gets murdered and they suspect the killer's on the loose and all that stuff right but the new one is uh the description is totally like different because they're saying that like basically like oh there's a the killer and all that but these like it's basically making it laid out like the premises that these girls immediately like gear up home alone style and they're going to go in and it's going to be like action style like horror introduction and then just total action movie even the the cover is like the one girl's got like a bat the other girl's got like i guess her wonder woman lasso of christmas lights and stuff so um that's interesting and they all look like the uh turtle dove lady from home alone with her outfits well, the, what I was saying is that... It's, not like they're really old or anything. As I was saying, before you interrupted me, is that it's a Blumhouse movie, so I feel like they... What do they do? They do, like, Happy Death Day. They do uh, The Purge. They do stuff like that. So I feel like it's going to have this very weird tone to it that doesn't fit the original style of the movie, of course. And you could tell from the trailer it looks like just a... I don't know. The trailer doesn't feel like it at all. Yeah, it feels like a very, like, it feels like Happy Death Day mixed with, like, I don't know, When a Stranger Calls or some, like, weird, <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Not in a good way, because I like that movie, but I don't know. We'll see. Especially because last year's was, what was last year's one? We was, watched uh, Better Watch Out. Was that last year? Let's find out. I don't know if it was 20, I mean, we watched it last year, but I don't know if it was... No, that was 2016. Yeah, but we watched it last year. Yeah. One thing I did find out <laughs> when we were watching that, uh, that um, the movies that made us... Yes. When they said that in the Ghostbusters that the, <laughs> the, the one lady was going to be Pee Wee Herman. Yes. Uh, that, 
I can't get that out of my head and like, yo, I want Pee Wee Herman to be in like a cheesy sci-fi thriller. So if you guys like, I don't know, just general nerdy stuff in general, there's a show on Netflix that's called The Toys That Make Us. Uh, I think it's on its third season and they do things like Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, Hello Kitty, like pretty much everything you think of Transformers and they do um, almost like a little documentary where it talks about the company's beginnings and how they started doing this up until, I guess, the recent timeline. And the guy who does the audio on it is so shot out and funny. But it's really interesting, especially if you're, you grew up with these fandoms and you want to see it. But they oh, also great. do a companion show, which is called The Movies That Made Us. And they only have, like, four episodes, which is, like, Dirty Dancing, Home Alone, Ghostbusters, and what was, what was the last one? Die Hard. Die Hard, yeah. Oh, man. Which is also a great Christmas movie. So you find out, like, everything that they went through for filming the movie, and it's really interesting, especially if you, you know, grew up watching it, had nostalgic moments, or just like it in general. Um, but, yeah, there's some good shit on them. Like, that crack us up will be, like, oh, yeah. laughing. The way they cut the, the edits for the, that show mm-hmm. is really hilarious. And the movie ones, they like shit on people that worked on those films. Oh my god, like yeah, they hard. bomb on people all the time. But this actor was so difficult and they're like, yeah, fucking awful. Like, like just... <laughs> difficult. Boo! Yeah. Like, you know, it's and they, just, they really troll people. It it's cracks funny. me up, yeah, especially because I'm just like a late night sleepy haha kind of person. I watch that, it's too much. That's yeah. how that's how I get you interested in stuff. I get little things that are funny, and or cute things. That's how I got <laughs> you to stay up the one night. I just put on the Mandalorian. and I was like, wait, wait, don't go to sleep yet. Look, Look it's at Baby, Baby Yoda. Yoda. Bam, I mean, to be got honest, her. Yeah, he was out there with a little soup cup, and it was the cutest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. So, uh, the child, as they call him, is absolutely perfect. Yeah, really. That's we're see we're back on that now. Well, now that we're talking about Christmas uh, stuff, on Disney Plus, there's a movie called Noel. That's like the Christmas original movie that they did. Yeah, there's year. like ten Christmas movies this year. Well, this one was really cute. It was um, Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader, and it's basically they're the children of Santa Claus. And so every time a Santa dies, you know their children or the closest family member becomes the next Santa. And Bill Hader's basically, like, freaked out about being Santa. So he's like, I'm out. I'm going to go somewhere nice. And he goes to Phoenix, like, Arizona, and wants to be, like, I don't know, some kind of peaceful-ass bitch. So his sister Anna Kendrick goes out to look for him. But it's just, like, a really cute story. Like, obviously they're clueless because they're, like, from the North Pole. And, like, nobody believes that they're actually, like, magic and, like, Santa's kids and shit. And, yeah, it was a cute Disney movie. It was pretty funny. I mean, the two of them are, are funny in general. So I like that one a lot. Cute little holiday movie. Yeah, I'll have to watch the trailer for that. Maybe I'll maybe I'll watch it. I like Christmas movies. You know what show we gave up on? What? I don't remember what it was called. It's what? Not, I want to say Critical Role, and that's... No, we were watching American Horror Story, no, 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 and we gave no, 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 up on that. That's not what I was saying. I want to say Critical Role, and I know that's not it because Critical Role is the D&D show I watch, but it's something where it's Orlando Bloom, and he's with the fairy lady what is that called carnival row carnival row see, we gave so, up on that same letters there you go we gave up on that and i don't know i feel like we should finish that because everybody said it was really good and yeah i, I don't know yeah. it was whatever i like things with like phase and creatures and like mystical stuff yeah so. but it didn't feel like it was in a fantasy thing it just seemed like they were it was a lot of war 
Yeah, and it yeah. felt like they kind of pushed some weird, like, almost modern topics, but, like, and just in a mask that, like, they just happen to be in fairy costumes. Well, I think you can bring modern topics into shows, no problem. Yeah, and make it good. But I understand, because it was just for me, I was like, yeah, I understand their, their, their worlds are at war, like, I get that, but also... I don't know. It, it was hard for me to watch certain things, but I'm definitely. I down wanted to watch the Cthulhu to be more. Well, I don't know. There might be more. We didn't see the rest of the show. Yeah, that's we true. We did see Orlando Bloom's butt a lot. I don't know if it was actually his butt. But I never saw photos of the Cthulhu like on the internet, and oh nobody talked about it. So I'm assuming it never got to be in its full glory. Or maybe because it's an Amazon Prime show, nobody really watches it. Don't say that. People watch Jack Ryan. You're the only person I know that watches Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Great show. Amazon Prime. We're not sponsored. Amazon, please sponsor <laughs> us. I know you guys make a lot of money because I read about it in the news every day. Please give us some. Thank you. <laughs> I like that show, man. Yeah. Dude from The Office. What's his name? John, John Krasinski. Yeah, they were fantastic. saying that they want to make him Mr. Fantastic now that you say that. He is fantastic. He can do whatever he wants. Absolutely. Love him. I think he's a great choice for every movie. Yeah, he's really good in that. And it's it's totally a total change of pace from Jim yeah. on the Office, so that's good to check out. Um, but yeah, I think that's really it for like holiday movies. I don't know of anything else that like is my go-to. I mean, I always watch you know like Elf every year. I've been going through Netflix and Hulu and pretty much everything and just looking at Christmas movies. I watched both of the Home Alone movies; they yeah. were cute, but. I don't know if I have, like, a Christmas classic that well, I go to. the movies that made us, that show, almost every one was about Christmas movies, right? Yeah. Is Ghostbusters a Christmas movie? Is that around Christmas time? I is feel that... like people say it's a Christmas movie, but I don't know if I that's true. I don't know. I know Die Hard pretty much is, and Home Alone obviously is. Yeah. Um, Dirty Dancing isn't. That's, um, that's about a girl you know goes on a trip and then <laughs> has to have an abortion and so all that I, stuff and I dances. googled is Ghostbusters a Christmas movie and it says Ghostbusters <laughs> Ghostbusters isn't a holiday movie unless you're taking a holiday to awesome town <laughs> and there you have it folks that's exactly I guess a good way to describe it good enough way to describe it they're both obviously. Ghostbusters and Gremlins are both set during the Christmas holiday Oh, they are. Yeah. Awesome. Then it's definitely a Christmas movie. Yeah, if it's set like there, Die Hard. that's the that's the. Because Gremlins is definitely a Christmas movie. I feel like. Yeah, I don't know. All the best movies. Think about it. That we like, they take place on Christmas. Well, in I guess those movies. Gremlins is probably my like classic like Christmas movie. I guess. Home Alone is one of my classics. Well, the thing is, like, I don't even remember the first Home Alone movie when we watched it the other day. I only remember the second one, like, because of all the stuff that he does in New York. But I don't remember the final, like, plot where he sets up the house in the first Do you remember the third one? Yes, I do, actually, because I used to watch that one. I had that one on VHS, so I used to watch it all the time. But I remember the plot where he is going to catch the bad guys in the first movie, but yeah. not the second. And I remember the entire premise of the second movie, so I merged them in my head, and I didn't realize that they were different. Oh, my God, they're so good. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're fantastic. I mean, I like anything that has, like, a... And then seeing how it was made. Yeah, I, I, I like Macaulay Culkin, like, his stuff when he was younger. Yeah. Uh, Page Master, like, all the stuff he did was great. 
but I love the concept of like a very Scooby plan of you know putting down toy cars and like putting tar in your basement and just little things to you know get the bad guys. Yeah. Really also, he cool never's like, hey guys, there was like you know two dudes trying to kill me and rob me, like after you left me here twice, maybe you should give me some street cred or money or something. Yeah, I love that about it. Yeah. Like, that it's, like, just... It's just, like, his secret. Family chaos, yeah, and it's, like, they don't even know... What he actually did. half of what went down when they were yeah. gone. It's a good formula. Yeah, really good. It's real fun. It's just wholesome fun. It's all slapstick and lots of, like, real-time stunts. Like, seeing people actually fall and actually, like, get hit in the head with oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, they said that they were, like, really hurting themselves. Yeah, they said the stuntmen really went in on it, and they enjoyed every minute of it, apparently, when they got interviewed, so that was pretty interesting. But, um, man, that movie's great. So, what else you got? What else you got for me? I on think this one? that's all I got. That's all on our list? Yeah. I also said something else on this list. What else is on this list? Nope, that's it. There's one more. Oh, there's two more things on this list. Three more things on this list. No more. Okay, one more thing on this list, and that is Pokemon Sword and Shield. We are playing it. Are you guys playing it? So we finished the gyms. Joe finished the gyms and then went back and did whatever. I only finished the main gyms. Um, I've been trying to get this Drompa, which is like a dragon grandpa Pokemon, uh, which is exclusive to Shield because I'm playing Shield and he's playing Sword. It's like mega easy. This game. Yo, it's bullcrap. Like I would have never finished a Pokemon game to this extent. Yeah. And like I have like over 300 Pokemon, and my main guy's like almost at a level 100, and I feel like I've barely played the game. Well, I've been I've been playing it less than he has too. I feel like so. There's yeah, but a you're lot. killing it though. Yeah, but I have, like, 170 Pokemon. You have way more than me. But what I'm trying to say is, like, I'm not fully up to speed with everything. So I'm taking my time. I'm trying to get some shiny stuff. Hasn't really happened. I really want all the Alicream ones. But there's, like, yeah. n- like 80 variants of it. <laughs> I feel like it's so easy because they're making up for all the things they gypped you out of with the game that I I'm guess. upset about. I mean, I love it because it's on the Switch, which I've been wanting more Switch games. I love that we can link and play together and, yeah. and do. We have you know, a lot of fun. We drive Still. around. We do raids together. We do it with our, you know, with um, Muggsy and our apprentice and stuff. So I like that we could do those aspects of it. But I wish that I don't know. I wish there was a little bit more. I wish there was maybe another wild area, like a like a bigger wild area, and I kind of wish that there was maybe like an extra main boss because going back and having to fight them is whatever. I will say I would die for Piers. I love him, the like true street kid, like emo boy. Love him, fantastic. What are you talking about? Piers is Marnie's brother, which I would also die for Marnie. She's a queen. Oh my god, that's all corny. Yes, love him. I also love, what's his name, Milo? The little, like, grass one, the first dude that you fight. He's, like, big but soft. Love him. Uh, so many good gym leaders and characters that I actually really liked. Um, I liked Team Yell. I liked all of the things, but I felt like a lot of the trainers we fought, like, in the game was kind of boring. Everything was too easy, like we were, like we were saying. Yeah. I... Almost every single battle, especially, like, Elite Four, the whole deal, one Pokemon all the way through, it feels like. Yeah. It's really easy. 
Um, I wish I there was a way to adjust that. Giant Max, Dynamax. Yeah, the Big giant Max. Pokemon thing that they're doing so yeah. they can do the raid battles. I get, like, having the raid battles to be able to have, like, cool player connectivity, but you could do that without gi- giant Pokemon yeah. or whatever. It's corny. And then I, I guess Mega like... Evolutions are out of the game now when they push that in the previous games. And, like, I I do I don't like know. when you gymantics whatever the fuck it's called gymantamax and i like when they have just different features to them than they normally would like i have intellian and when he's yeah to look at I when guess he's big cool you can't even see a different character you can't even see his torso or the alacrim one where it's like a giant cake and the gengar where his mouth is just open i like those like that's fun to me but and snorlax right i don't know where it's like a planet is mad plants on them i don't know there's a lot but we play it a lot i would say and now that the pokebank's gone and stuff they got like a a surprise trade system and a link trade and stuff but it's not the same um you still can like do a little bit of fun stuff and there's a lot of like there's super easy ways to get money mad dough up in that game everywhere I feel like I got all the monies. Yeah, definitely easy to get money. A lot easier than I thought. But, but yeah, overall. good game overall. I actually really enjoy it. Um, I mean, I think that's really everything we can say that we've seen recently. But if you guys have checked out any of these shows or games or anything else, definitely know, let us know what uh, your thoughts are on our Instagram. We are pod for the recently released on there. And as I mentioned, we're doing a giveaway that ends on December 13th. So if you want to enter to win some cool stuff, uh, first place has like the prize pack shown and then second place also gets some merch. So it's definitely a cool little way for us to give something back for reaching 800 followers and for the new year. Podcast swag. Uh, Next week, we're definitely, I want to come in with like a nice episode about this i said i don't know why i said nice because it's gonna be a serial killer episode definitely want to do a decade one like we were mentioning so if there's specific things you want us to talk about whether it's like comics or video games or maybe we'll just go through our favorite through the decade like, we're doing a t- one because i am officially 10 years old mentally now yeah none of that's surprising to me all right thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week oh take care